Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. When it gets on, just crank it, because we didn't hear hardly of it last, any of it last week. We need to have it up a little this week. Not too loud, though. Oh, there we go. Right, here it. we go. Good. You hear it? Put it up. Yeah. Now, can you hear it? Yeah. Welcome to the jungle, all right? It is episode number 61 of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. 1-724-444-7044. Call ID number one three eight seven four four for Monday, September 19, 2016. And yes, folks, how we are a week out from the jungle that is Clash of the Champions, ladies and gentlemen, as we welcome you into another Monday, however, and joining me live from Front Royal Virginia, as always, my Monday afternoon partner, if you will, the so-called fellow third wheel, if you will, however, to the uh, radio network, but mostly he's my wheel here on Monday afternoons, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? I'm good, except for the damn Redskins not winning last night. Yeah, your boys took one on the chin there last night against the Dallas Cowboys there in their uh, second game of the season, 27-23. Of course, my Pittsburgh Steelers ended up winning 24-16 there in the rain and slop and mud, however, they're here in Pittsburgh. But today is a cool... Somewhat breezy, a little humid day, however. We'll talk more about football here in just a little bit. We've got some big news coming out as we start out the afternoon, however. So let's get into the news stories of the day as we started off here on Raw Radio. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, a lot has happened within the past week or so. So let's dive into it. Our first story of the day, of course, as you know, in case you've been living under a rock this past weekend, however, it was reported that TNA was going to be signing a new mega superstar. Well, earlier today, that superstar was confirmed to us, however, thanks to our friends at 411 Mania, my friend Jeremy Thomas. He is reporting now that Brandy Rhodes, yes, folks, Brandy Rhodes Runnels, the wife of Cody Rhodes Runnels, if you will, the bizarre one 
known as uh, Stardust, if you will, however, has now signed with TNA, and it looks like she is on her way into the TNA roster and could be making her debut as early as this week uh, after leaving WWE along with her husband. John, what do you make of this story about Brandy, uh, a.k.a., uh, let's just say, uh, Brandy Runnels Rhodes, however, making her uh, TNA uh, impact, if you will? You know, we all knew that was going to happen. Yes, yes. And now with Cody there, however, along with uh, Aaron Flex, however, uh, whatever his name is, Howard Damian Sandow, of course, could that lead to a reuniting of Rhodes and Sandow maybe being a tag team possibly? I mean, I don't know. But uh, with Cody Rhodes and uh, his wife Brandy there now, of course, after leaving WWE just a few months ago, however, a short time back, however, it's wondering if TNA is trying to uh, stockpile some WWE names, however, try to save their company after uh, reports saying that Billy Corgan is still in negotiations to try to buy the company away from Dixie Carter. So we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Speaking of women, believe it or not, we understand, however, that WWE's Eva Superstar Page and uh, Ava Marie had their suspensions end earlier today after being out for the past month. But as of now, reports say that Page could be on TV tonight for the first time in a couple months there at Monday Night Raw. But there was also reports, believe it or not, saying a few weeks ago, however, that she was almost legitimately going to quit WWE after her boyfriend, Alberto Del Rio, decided to hang up his pink slip in the WWE once again and head off to who knows where, however, Lucha Underground, TNA, however, ROH. Uh, reports say, however, she had a lawyer representing her, however, and she was almost threatening to quit WWE after WWE was threatening to fire her following her open relationship with Del Rio. Your thoughts about this one? Oh, man, my thoughts about this one. Could we see her in a feud with Nia Jack? Yes, it's possible. Could she be getting into it with maybe Charlotte or Bailey or Sasha Banks, people she's known with over in NXT? Is that a possibility, maybe? Well, we're going to have to find out. I mean, the question is, do we see her show up even tonight on Raw in Memphis, Tennessee, home of Jerry the King Lawler? I mean, they said she has been backstage all day, Howard, but uh, I'm wondering how the locker room is going to be perceiving her because she has not been on TV for about two, two and a half months due to injury and, of course, the suspension. So uh, the big question is, how is she going to be received upon her welcome back to the WWE Monday Night Raw roster? I don't really know, but it's going to be very, very interesting to find out. Let's just say. Uh, speaking of uh, Raw, ladies and gentlemen, of course, tonight the Cruiserweights are making their debut, however. We have not heard which ones are going to be on there. I'm sure TJ Perkins, who won the thing last week, the Cruiserweight Classic, along with some of the other superstars, including uh, Grand Sabre Jr. and these other guys, will be uh, making their way to the Monday Night roster. Uh, John, I don't know if you had a chance to see the Cruiserweight finale or not, but I heard it was very good. Of course, our good friend King NWO Gerard T. Smith informed me that it was a great finale, however, between... Uh, Saber and, of course, uh, Perkins. As a result, uh, these guys will be making their impact here on Monday Night Raw starting tonight. I'm so excited to see them coming to the WWE tonight. I mean, what are we going to see for them? Um, yeah. We see, like, Raw or SmackDown superstars try to challenge for the Cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. It's possible, yeah. We could see uh, some guys like... 
maybe uh, Neville maybe make an impact. We could see guys like Curtis Axel, uh, possibly maybe Sami Zayn. Uh, we could see some other big names who have been uh, pushed out of the roster, so to speak, and down the totem pole, so to speak, however, not on either show, however, but rather on warm-up shows like Superstars and Main Event, however, even gunning for the Cruiserweight title. It's going to be fun to watch, however. I am very excited that WWE is bringing back the Cruiserweight. I mean, they were always fun to watch in WCW. It was always a mark for them, whether it be guys like I've mentioned over the course of time, guys like Jericho, Ray Jr., Malenko, Eddie, Ultimo Dragon, uh, who else can I think of? Shindro Otani, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Conan, Juventud Guerrero. I mean, these guys always found a way to up the ante and just steal the show for me time and time again. And they were always a treat to watch, and they were just, just a blessing to watch. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch some of these new guys. I've heard some of these guys before, and I've watched some of them in other federations and on tape overall on YouTube, power. But I've also heard very little of some of these guys. All right, I'm looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table. So we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes peeled on that um continuing on here ladies and gentlemen before we give you the number again we'll give that to you right now however uh it's one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. call id number one three eight seven four four pound and don't forget ladies and gentlemen of course coming up uh this afternoon joining us right now ladies and gentlemen is uh one half of the upcoming challengers of the undertaker match up this afternoon it is the heartbreak kid himself, Howard Fonzie, joining us now. I didn't realize he was on with us, Howard. He's now with us now. Uh, Fonzie joining us, of course, this afternoon. Him and John will be battling us. I got the, I think not today. I'm going to yes. bring back some old music. Yes, well, like I said, we got 10 questions standoff between him and, of course, the human suplex machine this afternoon going at it here, however, in a 10 question standoff to see who knows the best about The Undertaker. The winner of that will go on later on this afternoon to face the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, we will be talking with her momentarily along with the rest of you. Hopefully, you can give us a call. Uh, Fonzie, first off, welcome to episode 61. Okay, we'll be talking. JD, before you do that, yes. let's answer for him. All right, why not? Cue it up. There you go. Welcome to the show. There, as I mentioned, Fonzie, for episode 61. We've been talking a lot already. I'm sorry I didn't see you there on the call ID. Sorry, I've just been rambling on here. But uh, we started talking a little bit about the Paige story and, of course, the Brandy Rhodes story that now she's in TNA. Uh, the Cruiserweight's coming to Raw tonight. Uh, I want to get your take on all three of these. Uh, first, we'll start with the Paige story, uh, her returning to WWE. What do you expect out of her returning to the WWE after being out for quite some time? Uh, I'd like to see her come back. Well, yeah, make, yep. make it more interesting. Uh, I don't know. Do you, think, do you think she'll be given the cold shoulder upon her return by a lot of the superstars? I mean, a lot of people are still kind of not happy with what she's done over the last few months, however, especially with this whole thing with Del Rio. But uh, now, as I mentioned earlier, she hired a lawyer at one point. She almost threatened to sue WWE if they decided to terminate her and her so-called relationship with Alberto Del Rio. I mean, what's your take on that? I have no idea. I know she was dating... Mm -hmm. Well, we did uh, talk about before. Another thing we did mention, of course, Brandy Rhodes, of course, the wife of Cody Rhodes, of course, now in TNA, uh, signing with them earlier today. What's your take about that? 
hopefully he can come in the WWE soon. You yeah. Know? But we'll see. Well, like I said, they've had their chances in WWE, however, but now they're in TNA, of course. They're trying to make their uh, name known. They're trying to get their feet wet, so to speak. We're going to have to wait and see. Speaking of feet wet, however, I know you haven't watched the Cruiserweight Classic, but you've seen the previews for the Cruiserweights. Some of these guys are exciting. I bet you're excited to watch these Cruiserweights in style tonight. I haven't seen them yet. So, um, uh, yeah. So- yeah, but I'll tell you, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you got Zack Sabre Jr., you've got uh, T.J. Uh, Perkins, you've got a lot of these superstars from Mexico, Canada, Europe, Japan. I mean, these guys, of course, Jerry, Brian Kendrick, some of the bigger names, of course. Uh, Sabre's another one, as I mentioned, he's a big name. T.J. Perkins is a very big name. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch these guys, of course, coming up starting tonight on Raw. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, guys, obviously, is what happened over the weekend. Of course, some very serious uh uh, very serious issues happened over the weekend, the first of which began on Saturday night in the Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan, as apparently we understand an explosion happened there. 30 people were hurt. They did catch the suspect, however, I understand, earlier today, so that is good news to hear. Also, there was an occurrence that occurred in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, believe it or not. Uh, just really heartbreaking to hear that. I don't know if they've caught the suspect yet or not. Uh, John, what's your take of these stories in New York and in uh, Minnesota? You want my comment? No. Yes, I, I, we can barely hear you, so turn it up just a little. We can barely hear you. <laughs> okay, now we can hear you. We're ready to go. Yes, please tell us your thoughts, please. Are you sure? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Ice bomb time. You know, it pisses me off to, to see news like this. Mm-hmm. And when you called, when you texted me on Facebook last Saturday, I'm like, Okay, what? Okay, why? What's going on, JD? And then you told me right then and there. Yes. I mean, when you when you told me, I could feel rage, rage in the back of my mind. Sure. And y'all know that what happened in New York? They claim that wasn't terrorism. You know what I say? Mm-hmm. I say it was terrorism. I say it was was somebody that mm-hmm. didn't that didn't like New York just decided to bomb the hell out of someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And take twenty nine people injured mm-hmm. nor dead, but yeah. this was a ser- this is a serious situation. Yes it was. Yes it was. No serious situation. And for that person mm-hmm. in Minnesota Yes. I hope he gets his judgment, too, just like all the rest. Mm-hmm. Just like that guy who did in New York City. Oh, yes. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Certainly. But their judgment, their judgment day is coming. Yeah. Well, it's we're thankful that those people weren't... Uh, Fear the worst, however, but they are hurt, however, and our thoughts and prayers are with those people and their families right now, certainly, and certainly the people in Minnesota, too. I mean, just, I mean, I've said so many times on our shows here, I mean, enough is enough. I mean, someone has got to stop doing these sort of things. It's just sickening. It's disheartening. It just makes you feel uneasy every time you hear something about that by occurrence. It just makes you really uh, just shake your head and wonder what the heck's going on. It really does. And Minnesota's the same way, you know? Yeah. You know, it's really sickening mm-hmm. and disturbing. Mm-hmm. What I find odd in this situation, JD, what I found odd in this, yes, because 
they're they're not men. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're just pathetic excuses of human beings. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I I would a hundred percent agree with you in a heartbeat on it that. It takes one. It takes one. One full jackass in every crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah, no question about no question about it. I would agree with you. I would a hundred percent agree with you on that, no doubt about it. And like I said, it's just it's just disheartening to hear this. Uh Fonzie, let's get your take on the stories that happened in New York and Minnesota this weekend. Uh, I I haven't heard anything. This is my first time on airing it, so Okay. Yeah, uh, apparently apparently some guy I guess they found him. They rested him this morning. I guess what was it? A pressure cooker, John? Did they say? A pressure, a pressure cooker. Yeah, it was a pressure cooker. Apparently, took out thirty people and injuring them very severely. Uh, Saturday night in the Chelsea section of Manhattan. Well, they, well, they said minor injuries. Minor injuries. So that, that's good. I thought, but still. And then, of course, some guy went ballistic in Minnesota. I guess he was claiming he was a member of ISIS. I think I heard someone on the news today say something about oh that. Oh my God! Yeah. I, is that is that let, what let it was, John? Let me talk about that right now. Okay, go ahead, John. Uh, hold on, Fonzie. Let, yes. let me talk about this. Please. If you want to represent yourself as an ISIS member, if you want to claim responsibility, then then don't claim responsibility. Mm-hmm. If, if you're a bad person or if you're a good person, yes. if you're a good Samaritan watching somebody take their lives right out of you. Yeah. Just just don't leave it alone. Fight the guy. Fight yeah. the guy. Yeah. Fight for your life and defend him. Sure. Right. Or her. That's what those people should have done. Yes. But you I... know what? You know what? If, if he does get bring down to death justice. Yes. Then, well, could it be the end? Could it be the end of ISIS? Well, we go back to war and kill them back all. I don't know. I don't know. But we, I did hear, however, and I just saw it. I guess, like I said, as I mentioned earlier, sorry, no, it's okay. It's understandable, and you have a reason to express your opinion. They did arrest a gentleman today. He has been identified as Ahmed Khan Rami A R R A H. Oh my God! Yes, they they arrested him. I guess earlier today. He was described as armed and dangerous. He was arrested on Rainsoak Street in Linden, New Jersey, shortly after 10 o'clock this morning. However, Captain James Sarnecki told him, um, told the reporters, however, that when they approached him and when he woke, that he saw a beard he had that resembled that of the man on the wanted poster. As a result, the captain then pulled out a handgun and ordered the gentleman to show his hands. He then shot the officer in the abdomen, but the bullet struck his vest, so at least the cops okay. Then the officer returned fire and immediately arrested him shortly thereafter. As a result, he was in custody and is now in custody, shall I say, as of this afternoon. So they have caught the gentleman that did this uh, heinous, disturbing, disgusting, despicable act on Saturday night, however, earlier today. So that that is very good news to hear. Um, uh, and you know what? Hmm. With that person, I hope he's listening right now. Yep. I hope he, he's in jail listening right now to my voice. Yes. Guess what, buddy? Whether you're in jail... Yes. Whether you're in jail mm-hmm. or rotten in hell right now, guess mm-hmm. what? You have just been pipe bombed. Yes, you have. Well said. Well said. I could not have said that any better myself. 
Uh, no question about it, John. And like I said, uh, we will definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on this story. This is a very big story going on. Of course, we will talk more about that in the coming days ahead. We will also let you know what's going on with the Minnesota story here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, we're uh, getting back to the uh, story at hand. And uh, John has our birthdays and dates in history from today, yesterday, and Saturday. So let's turn it over to him right now. All right. Okay. I'm gonna clear my clear uh and clear clear off some steam blow off steam a little bit. September seventeenth. Okay. Alright. Where's page five Where's page five and while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let us remind you, of course, tomorrow night you can listen to Revolution, of course, on 9 o'clock at 103-8055 pound. Of course, we will talk about Monday Night Raw from tonight's show, which will be a very interesting show. We'll also be previewing Clash of the Champions this week, which, by the way, this coming Saturday, or not Saturday, excuse me, this Sunday at 5 p.m., you can listen to a very special edition of uh, Clash of the Champions with predictions and maybe some bets or two from our panelists. Of course, it should be a very good show. Of course, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will be there along with Dora T. Smith, myself, John Gross, and whoever else decides to stop by, including the last kicker, the lowdown, Kendrick Smith himself, of course, uh, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, as well as some of our other panelists as well. So we're going to have some bets, I'm sure, coming up this weekend. And then after John gets uh, these uh, out of the way, we're going to get some early predictions in here this afternoon, however, as far as Clash of the Champions go, as that is coming up this Sunday live on the WWE Network, live from the Canseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. Of course, it used to be known as Canseco uh, Fieldhouse, I should say. I made a mistake. It's now called Banker's Life Fieldhouse. So that's the name of the uh, venue. It's not Canseco Fieldhouse, although I still call it that. It is known now as Banker's Life Fieldhouse. So uh, we're sorry about that uh, mistake there. John, uh, please now go on and tell us uh, what we got as far as birthdays and dates go the last three days, starting with uh, Saturday. All right. 35 years ago today in Kansas City, Missouri, Rick Blair defeated Dusty Rhodes to win the NWA. World Heavyweight Championship for the first time in 1981. Hmm. Very interesting match. I remember watching that, yeah. There went on to win the 10 pounds of gold 10 times. Yes. Only nine of them are officially recognized. But Blair's title win over Harley Race in Singapore was not recognized by NWA or WWE when WCW officially split from NWA. Yes, that's right, because Race won that, and he had it for a few weeks before dropping it back to uh, Flair, and that was one of the last times Race did have the belt, I remember. WWC had their 10th anniversary at Roberto Clemens Stadium in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Roberto Clemens Stadium, you mean? Roberto Clemens, sorry. <laughs> Clemente, Clemente, Clemente. Clemente, Clemente. Carlos Colon and NWA World Heavyweight Champion Harley Race fought to a one-hour draw. Oh, that would have been a good match because we talked about Cologne before, folks. I mean, this is a guy who had some great battles back in the day in World Wrestling Council, WWC, with Abdul the Butcher. I mean, those guys used to tear it up all the time. The WWE in 1986 paired one of the most iconic commentary teams ever for the first time at a wrestling challenge in Salisbury, Maryland. That team, of course, was Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Two of the greatest. You cannot argue with those guys. I know. WCW presented Fall Raw War Games 
from Asheville, North Carolina in 
a loaded tennis racket. Yes, he, was he got in the ring. Second. He got in the ring most notably, but suffered a severe knee injury during a scaffold match between the Midnight Express and Road Warriors at Starcade 1986. Yep, the night of the Skywalkers. Legend has it when he got his knee drained, the blood and fluid from the knee filled an entire bed. Wow, that's scary. Well, he was a great manager. I mean, he still is. He's very controversial, too, and has been over the years. I mean, he managed guys like you mentioned, uh, the Midnight Express, Yokozuna, and uh, Davey Boy Smith, uh, Vader. He also managed uh, the big boss man, Ray Trailer when he was Big Bubba Rogers. I mean, like you said, they had some battles with the Road Wars. They had some battles with uh, also the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, that was always a big chain. Hey, uh, hey don't forget the uh, incident he had at the Dairy Queen. Oh, yes. He talks about that religiously on some talk shows, I know. He just talked about that story not too long ago. I, I forgot about that story. That, that's a good story you bring up there. Yeah, that's a yeah, funny story. You'll have to ch- listen to that story if you never listen to it. And I just happen to have the, uh, on the uh, clip of that. Play it. Let's hear it, because I remember this story. you got to hear this, Paul. This is a good story. Play it up, uh, John. Okay. I might, I got to put it on speaker, because I, I have myself on headset. So, All right, no problem. The headset won't mean much. Can we say that Jim Cornette should go in the Hall of Fame next year? Because I think he should. Uh-huh. All right. Jim Cornette. And while John's doing that, let us remind you, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to Women's Revolution every Friday night with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, and Marquis Smith. Call ID number one three nine nine two seven pound, and that begins every Friday night at eight p.m. Start your weekends off every Friday with the Black Widow and Gerard, and of course, listen to them every Saturday. Excuse me, Sunday at TNA main event at five p.m. This Sunday, unfortunately, they will not be on, but next Sunday, of course, they will be on. Call ID number one four two one three one pound, and of course, that's TNA main event. Okay, here we go. We got the make Dairy Queen story. And you know those those two double double cheeseburgers were extra cheese only, nothing else on them. Extra cheese, nothing else on them. We figured you'd have that already by the time we got up here.
<laughs> That's some. I've got all about that. Yes, that that is, that is still considered one of the funniest stories of all time. That that is a great moment there, folks. You you might not listen to the whole thing though, but as John played a little sound bites for us, happy birthday to a true Hall of Famer. I feel a very controversial man, but also a pretty unique man who is always calling his mama no matter what. However, James E. Cornette turning the speed limit on Saturday, the big five five. Happy birthday, James E. From one of your favorite fans here, and from all of us here at Raw Radio, we hope it was a grand day for you and many, many more to come. All right, let's yeah. go to Sunday. Today would have been awesome. I mean, Saturday would have also been the 86th birthday of John Tolas. Who? Saturday, 86th birthday of the Golden Great John Tolas. Oh, yes, the coach who used to, yeah, he uh, fought the AWA Super Sunday show back in 83. I remember that now, yes. Uh, him and his brother Chris were a pretty good team, I think, in the 60s and 70s of the old AWA. Yes, I remember now, okay. Yes, happy. Uh, it would have been a, it would have been a very happy birthday to him, indeed. Yeah. All, All right. right. September 18th. Here yes. we go. Yes, let's go to uh, yesterday's dates. All right. We can get to it. And before we do, ladies and gentlemen, I just got a message from a, uh, someone who just posted this. In case you're living in the Dwyersburg, Tennessee area, there on St. John Avenue, this Saturday night, of course, however, at the uh, Russell Plex there. However, be sure to check out former WWE superstar Ronnie Back the Mac Mac taking on Greg Anthony. Tickets uh, are, I believe, available at the Herb Welsh Russell Plex there in Dwyersburg, Tennessee. Also on the card, ladies and gentlemen, or actually, yes, tickets are $5. The doors are opening at 6.30 p.m. with bell time set for 7.30 p.m. That's this Saturday, folks, in Dwyersburg, Tennessee. Uh, who's, who's our Ronnie again? Ronnie Mac. Oh, Rodney Mack. Yes, I know. I remember him. Yes. All right, let's go to Sunday. Don, if you can do the plug, I'll be right back, okay?
WWE in 1983. The Fabulous Moolah was declared the WWE Women's Champion. Hmm. Wait a minute, was that the Undertaker's bell? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I don't think it was. However, if it was, we'd be playing the bells right now. I don't think it was. Thirty-four years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in 1982, Bob Backlund beat Jimmy Snuka to retain the WWE Championship. Yes. Smash Backlund offered his hand to Snuka and to the surprise of the crowd at the Spectrum, Snuka shook it. All was, right. Was this, at the t- was this at the time, I think, that uh, Snooker was being managed by Captain Lou Alpan, or had he ditched Captain Lou at this point? Do you remember? I think I think he was the manager of Captain Lou. Yes, I think so, too. I think that sounds right to me. Yes. But anyway, 26 years ago, WWE takes the 28th edition of Saturday Night's main event from Toledo, Ohio. Yes. That show would not air until October 13th. Yes. And as a side note, a Brother Love Show segment was taped for Wrestling Challenge. That set up the infamous blindfold match because Jake Roberts was blinded by Rick Martel's arrogant body spray. That's right. I do remember that. And I think that same Saturday Night's main event show in Toledo that would air a month later, that was when I think, uh, I want to say it was the Hart Foundation versus the Bulldogs in a two out of three falls match? No, it was 1987. Okay. Okay. C seven. Okay. Because the so. Bulldogs weren't in the WWE in 1990 at that time. Only the British Bulldogs came in a year right. later. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. All right. Randy Savage beat Dusty Rhodes by countout. During yes. the match, Teddy DiBiase and Virgil sat on either side of a pin that was later introduced as Dustin Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes. That's right. I do remember that now. Yes, you're right. You're right. Post match, the Rhodes family, Ted DiBiase, and Virgil came to blows, and Dustin was left in a bloody mess. That's right. I do remember that now, yep. yes. All right, 22 years ago, WCW presented Fall Brawl in 1994 from Roanoke, Virginia. The yes. show featured the last appearance of Ricky Steamboat in a WCW ring. Yes. Steamboat was forced to forfeit the WCW United States title. But shortly after the pay-per-view, Steamboat was fired via FedEx. Sort of like Austin. Yep. And and Steve Austin was awarded the WCW United States title only to lose it 35 seconds later to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's right. I do recall that now. Yep. Yep. Team Rhodes, the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sanks and the Rhodes family beat the Stud Stable in a War Games match. Yes, I do remember that now, yes. Yep. All right. The American Male beat Harlem Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team Titles in 1995. USA Network aired Rollins <laughs> 4 for the last time. Hmm. WWE had been on USA Network in some capacity since 1983, WWE had been on in primetime weekly since Tuesday Night Titans in 1984 and on Monday night since primetime wrestling in 1985. In June of that year, Viacom won the right of the WWE program and after they successfully sued USA over the right of first refusal quill. Including commercial material and fear preemptive shows. 
WWE flagship show, Raw, would return to USA in 2005, where it's remained ever since. Huh. In the show's main event, The Undertaker beat The Rock in a non-title match. Huh. Fourteen years ago, at an NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view taping, America's Most Wanted, James Storm and Chris Harris, beat Brian Lee and Ron Harris to win the NWA World Tag Team title. Okay. Eleven years ago, WWE presented Unforgiven in good old JR's hometown, Oklahoma City. Yes. Ric Flair beat Carlito to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. That was Ric Flair's first time as the Intercontinental Champion. And who would ever forget the infamous steel cage match between Matt Hardy and Ed? Hmm. Yes. And also, Lance Caden, Trevor Murdoch. Beat Rosie in the Hurricane to win the WWE Tag Team title. And Kurt Angle beat John Cena in the WWE Championship match. Crystal Marshall made her last appearance for WWE during a SmackDown taping in Atlanta, Georgia. A show centered on the wedding of Marshall and SmackDown general manager Teddy Long. Marshall and his work would have been paired with a soon-to-be-returning Edge, but Marshall didn't like it and she abruptly left the company. Now, let me tell you guys this. If Vicky Guerrero wasn't with Edge, what would have we seen with Edge and Crystal? That's a good point. I mean, I, that's a very good question. I really don't know. That is, that's tough to say. I don't know. Fonty, what about you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Seven years ago, the Maricopa County Superior Court dismissed the Ultimate Warriors case against the WWE saying he couldn't sue for damages over comments made by the company about him and the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD. Huh. Yep. Five years five years ago, WWE presented nine of champions in Buffalo, New York. Mark Henry beat Randy Orton to win the World Heavyweight Championship. John Cena won the WWE title over Alberto Del Rio, and Triple H beat Sam Punk in a notice qualification match, which, by the way, was one of the best matches of uh, Night of Champions. Yes. Okay, J.D., you're hypnotizing me. I'm sorry about that. I had, I had, to, send, I had to send that. I, I, it was a must. Right, I think everyone's going to be hypnotized with that. Two years ago today in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Bobby Roode beat Bobby Lashley to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Overall, I don't have any birthdays from Saturday, so I think I think we got today right now. Yes. Unless this set, unless they say no, John, you don't need that right now. But because huh. I'm still laughing, so you know what. I got a plan. All right. Well, before we get to that, folks, uh, we just want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the wrestlers for the Cruiserweight division have been listed now. They have been listed as Cedric Alexander, Brian Kendrick, TJ Perkins, Rich Swan, Grand Metallic, Lance Dorado, and Noam Dar. So those are the names you will see on the Raw Cruiserweight division. So Metallic, I told you about this guy, and Perkins are very exciting to watch. You might want to watch them. We all know about the history of the Brian Kendrick, if you will. 
And, uh, of course, uh, we know a couple other guys, of course, will be making their splash uh, debut here tonight. All right. All right. Here we go with the wrestling history. And before we get to that, John, there was one last birthday, however, uh, mind you, however. Uh, this is for today, right, the 19th? Okay, real quick, I just want to tell you two things I did here. First off, Masahiro Chono turned 53 on Saturday, so happy late birthday to him. And the late Billy Robinson was born on this day in 1938. Tragically, he passed away two years ago at the age of 75. Of course, Robinson had some great battles back in the day with guys like uh, Verengania, Nick Bockwinkle, and uh, he was a very, very talented wrestler, to say the least, in uh, the old AWA. So let's go uh, now to, to today. All right, WCW presented Ball Brawl War Game. Yes. Three title changes. Yes. Lord Steven Regal beat Ricky Steamboat yes. to win the WCW World Television title. Mm-hmm. The Nasty Boys beat Arn Anderson and Paul Roma to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And Rick Rude beat Ric Flair to win the WCW International World Heavyweight title. That was a great match. I remember that. Anytime Steamboat and Flair would mix it up, however, they would always find a way to seal the show. Yes. Um, 17 years ago today, in 1999, ECW presented Archony Rules. Anarchy Rules. It was the Anarchy Rules. The show was the final ECW pay-per-view of Taz as a full-time performer, but he would sign a deal to join the WWE. Premier appeared for the promotion... (laughs) Radically until November to remember. Yes. Mike Austin beat Masato Tanaka in Taz in a three-way dance when the ECW Championship. Yep, I remember that. That was Taz's last match, and that was also the same venue that Rob Van Dam took on Balls Mahoney. Uh, I believe it was, uh, yes, it was Sabu and Just Incredible, and it was Lance Storm and Jerry Lynn that started off that show. Yep. And I Six just got... I got some news real quick, John. Uh, just to let you guys know, uh, we have now heard reports, however, that apparently Luke Harper is backstage tonight at Memphis, believe it or not. After spending two weeks at the Performance Center recently in advance of getting cleared to return from his ACL tear, Luke Harper has been reported now backstage. So we could be seeing him make his return tonight, maybe as well. You never know. Yes. Six years ago today, WWE presented nine of champions. Dolph Ziggler beat Kofi Kingston to retain the WWE Intercontinental Championship, but Daniel Bryan beat The Miz by submission to win the United States title. Michelle McCool beat Melina to unify the WWE Divas and Women's Championship. Cody Rose and Drew McIntyre won the WWE Tag Team Championship, and Randy Orton won the WWE title in a six-pack elimination challenge. Interesting. It's a happy 31st birthday to Renee Young. Oh, I guess she's going to give, Dean's going to give her a nice little birthday present that we won't soon forget, I'm sure. (laughs) And is that all? Well, good. And that's all? Okay, that's all. All right, thank you very much, John, and uh, happy birthday indeed to one of the most nicest people you're going to talk to, Renee Young. Of course, uh, Renee, of course, will be on the Total Diva show, of course, coming up in a few weeks, however, as you know, on the E-Network. 
Uh, we still have some time to kill before we get into our big main event today. Guys, we're now going to get into Clash of the Champions. We saw what happened last week with the ratings, obviously a very disastrous rating. Uh, of course, let's talk about tonight's show. Obviously, we saw what happened with, between Mick Foley and uh, Seth Rollins. We understand that Seth Rollins could be punished tonight by Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, John, let's start with you first, obviously. How, what do you think uh, Clash of the Champions is going to be like this Sunday? What do you expect uh, going into Sunday? I expect I expect it's going into be a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they may do for tonight. Yes. But I think it'll be good. Yes, I would have to agree. Uh, Fonzie, what do you expect to uh, happen after what happened last week between Seth Rollins and Mick Foley? Uh, the ramifications of what may happen going into Sunday. How do you see Sunday's show? I don't know. I want to see what's going on tonight. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? Yes, uh, Mick Foley said there's going to be consequences. Uh, I want to see what he's going to do. Yes, I would agree. I would agree as also. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting, guys. But uh, so far, we have four matches listed as of now that are on the card. How I imagine they'll throw another match or two, obviously, tonight. But let's get early predictions and thoughts for Sunday, how as we will talk about them right now in detail. And, of course, as we said, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday on Revolution, 138055 pound, ladies and gentlemen, join John, myself, the Black Widow, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. Dosier, Chad Inch, on the rest of our panelists, including some bets maybe being made, however, as we preview Clash of the Champions, live on the WWE Network from the Conseco Fieldhouse, I say Conseco, and I'm going to say Banker's Life Fieldhouse, there in the Hoosier State of Indiana, in the city of Indianapolis. Of course, it's going to be a crazy weekend there. Of course, prior to the game, or I say prior to the game, prior to the event, we understand Bill Goldberg and Eric Bischoff are set to be there this weekend. We understand the Indianapolis Colts have a 4 o'clock game next Sunday, however, that's going to be very interesting. So, Indy's the place going to be next uh, Sunday, however, this coming Sunday, I should say. Next Monday, of course, Monday Night Raw will be in Cincinnati. Of course, they will be in Cleveland a week from tomorrow with SmackDown Live. And then two weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, right before No Mercy, the go-home show there, two weeks from tonight, we'll be back out in La La Land. Yes, folks, the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California, as they begin a 4 city, however, let's just say two-week tour of California. Anyway, guys, let's get to the predictions now and get everyone's thoughts, however, right now. Again, these are matches that will be thrown on, I'm sure, tonight, however, and be announced at some point. But uh, like I said, we got a lot to dive into, so let's begin. Our first match, guys, Roman Reigns versus Rusev. I expect this to be announced tonight, however. John, we'll start with you first, obviously. What do you expect out of this one? If it is announced, I'm going with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. He's looking for payback, especially after what happened uh, last week with uh, Lana and, of course, Seth Rollins. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think? Roman Reigns or Rusev? Roman Reigns is going to get his revenge what uh, happened uh, last week. Mm-hmm, certainly, certainly. And affair and yes. get his chances to go to yes. face a triple threat. Now it's like one-on-one match now. Yes. Uh, yeah. It will be very interesting. It will be very interesting to watch, no question about it. Uh, yep. Another match, guys. Uh, this one I think will be pretty entertaining to watch. Um, boy, my man, Sami Zayn versus uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, we'll start with you this time, Fonzie. What do you think about this one? Sami Zayn. All right. Uh, John, Sami Zayn or Chris Jericho? Uh, Sami Zayn. 
And you know what? Again, I'm going to have to go with you guys both. How I think Sami Zayn is looking for a little retribution after Chris Jericho popped him last week with the phone. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. So I expect Sami Zayn to come through, but you never know with Jericho. He might pull a couple fast ones out of his hat and uh, cheat to win, as they like to say sometimes, and uh, not get caught. But we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Uh, Time will tell. But I am going with Sami Zayn as well. Uh, Next match, guys, the New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. Uh, John, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, I'm going with the club. Yeah, I would have to go with the club, too. I think the New Day's reign is running short. However, they've had a great run. Don't get me wrong, almost 400-plus days now. But I think the last few weeks, however, I think the club are here, like they've shown over the last few weeks, are back to being uh, not the joking, uh, laughable uh, guys that they have been in the past by doing these old stupid vignettes of... uh, uh, the old day and whatnot. I think this time they're going to go out there and hurt somebody and hurt somebody bad. I think it's not going to be a pretty day for the New Day, so I think the New Day will go down here. Uh, Fonzie, what do you expect the New Day to retain, or is it going to be the club's time to shine? Uh, I'm going to go with the New Day. You're going to stay with New Day, and they're going to retain and hang on a little bit more. Okay, very interesting. Uh, do you want to put a bet on that match with any of us, or do you think nah, you don't want to nah. go with a bet on this? Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, next match, guys. This is going to be one of the better matches. That I'm looking really forward to this match more than any other match on the card. Charlotte versus Sasha for the women's title. Uh, Fonzie, we'll start with you on this one. Hey, you've got to go with the boss, Sasha yes. Banks. Yes. Yeah. She she wants that title back on her waist. Yes, I would, I would I would definitely agree. Do we see Dana Brooke maybe finally uh, snapping to the point where she'll finally just lay out Charlotte and cost her the match? Do you think? I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, John, what do you think, Sasha or uh, Charlotte? Sasha. You know what? Once again, guys, it's going to be unanimous. I'm going with Sasha as well. I think the boss means business, like John said. Or John, I should say John said. And I also agree with Fonzie. I mean, she is looking to get retribution. She is looking to get payback. I think this time the boss is ready. However, I mean, we saw what happened at SummerSlam. I think that was a fluke that Charlotte did win at SummerSlam. I think Dana Brooke will cost uh, her so-called protege, her head boss, if you will, as she likes to call her. Charlotte, even though Charlotte continues to be the arrogant, snooty snot that she is, however, she's going to get her come off into Sunday, and I think it's going to be the boss to re- get back the belt once again and somehow get the belt around her waist one more time. So I'm going to go with uh, Sasha, the boss, as well. Uh, before we do that, guys, hold on a sec. I'll be back in just about two seconds. Right? I'll so do the plug again, JD. Yeah, please do, and talk to me yourself. I'll be back in two minutes. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. One three seven four four pound one. Um, check. Talk to us today here on the live show. Join us for this big main event between me and Fonzie for the Undertaker title. Okay, I'm back there. and uh, Guys, we're now going to talk about the big uh, main event, however, mind you. Uh, it is going to be Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, 
Uh, John, I'll start with you this one, on this one. Who do you think wins this one? I think, personally, I think Rollins is going to win this one, but it's going to be by disqualification or count out. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am going to say I would. I was going to say the same thing, but you know what? I don't see it that way. I think KO is going to dominate like nobody's business. I think it's the new champion, the cocky heel that he has been so far, and he has been very cocky more and more. However, I think he will back it up this time. I'm going to take uh, KO Mania for the W. Uh, Fonzie, who do you think does? The Architect uh, come back with a big plan to retain and get the Universal title around his waist, or does KO hold it just a little longer? Uh... I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins is your pick. Okay, very interesting. All right, guys. Well, we'll be definitely keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that, as you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this Sunday, of course, when Clash of the Champions comes up, however, in more ways than one on the WWE Network. Now, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, of course, you can listen to a double whammy on Saturday beginning at 1 p.m. Of course, the power hour starts with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and myself, 141364-POUND. Of course, we go over the past week's shows. We also review uh, how many people have been listening in. We're getting more and more listeners, as you can tell. And then, of course, this Saturday night, don't forget to listen to the double duo of Michelle Lynn Dodds and Gerard T. Smith, King and Queen NWO, if you will. Let's just say caller ID is 138982. That will begin just after 9 o'clock this week. They'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, ROH, TNA, and also give you an early preview of the Clash of the Champions, ladies and gentlemen. And also give a little shout-out to us here on Raw Radio as well. It should be a great Saturday night show, of course. To listen to the best damn Saturday night show anywhere on Talk Shoot Radio and Talk Radio for that matter, as the King and Queen represent in more ways than one. Also, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget at 7 o'clock, join Gerard T. Smith and myself, the Doc Brown, and Marty McFly have our Back to the Future show, if you will, Wrestling Revisit. We take you to time places from the past and the future, of course, uh, with certain events and certain big uh, things that have happened on wrestling dates in history. Of course, last week we had a great show, of course. Uh, we went back last week, I think last week. I can't remember where we went last week. I know Gerard picked a couple of great moments the last few weeks, and there have been some great ones. But uh, you can listen to that every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, here on Talk Show with Gerard and myself, as we get you uh, set up for revolution. Of course, uh, the caller ID number is 139925-POUND. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, excuse me, 139926-POUND. And, of course, you can listen to him and myself every Tuesday from 7 to 8. Of course, Wednesday night, you can listen to uh, us at 139925-POUND with Gerard and myself as me, Gerard, and the Black Widow, as well as uh, whoever else comes on the island. We uh, have the big wrestling debate for you. And this past week, it was a great show. And, of course, we promised to have another great show this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, at 8 p.m. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard, myself, and Michelle will be at the debate table. We'll be kicking around some of the past topics and current topics in the state of wrestling. But we'll also get you started a little early. Early, ladies and gentlemen, at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, as Mr. W. Seven Chad Hinshaw, myself, however, will be returning after not being out for a few days, if you will. Uh, of course, he was out last week due to some health issues, but he is feeling better, I understand, and he will be back with us at the uh, Outside the Rope table this week. Of course, the caller ID is 141387, and that airs every Wednesday night for you fans out there in the entertainment industry where we talk about music, uh, football. Uh, we also talk about uh, some wrestling news. We also talk about Music, uh, movies, and all sorts of goodies. However, the caller ID number for that is 141387-POUND. And as we said, ladies and gentlemen, get your Friday night started every weekend, however, with a bang, with the Black Widow and Gerard T. Smith, of course. 
Uh, call ID is one three nine nine two seven with Women's Revolution. And then on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, listen to them again. Our Top Hill Inc. every Thursday from seven to eight p.m. The caller ID is one four zero five six two pound. And then on Sundays, of course, except for this Sunday hour, but most Sundays you can listen to them from five to seven or five to six p.m. here on Talk Show with TNA Main Event Talk as they give you their TNA thoughts. However, every Sunday afternoon, the caller ID is one four two one three one pound. Of course, you can listen to those guys as well. So, guys, a lot of uh, great shows in the family of talk show, however, growing by leaps and bounds. Women's Revolution continued to do very, very well the last few weeks, however, since it made its debut. TNA main event starting to come along very well. And, of course, Top Heel just starting a few weeks ago. It's starting to grow by leaps and bounds as well. So we've got a lot on the table here this coming weekend. We do have it every week of the uh, every week, let's just say, I mean, we don't stop power. We, don't, I mean, we do sleep power. Don't get me wrong. I gotta say that now. This is going to be part of our new slogans, and I gotta say this: our talk show, where we sleep power most of the, a uh, little bit of the time, but we keep you wide awake all the time with the best damn shows on radio. So there's John, there's myself, there's Fonzie, there's a lot of people also come on, whether it be uh, the Little Alan himself, Kendrick Smith, the Last Kicker, Emery Reckenbach, the uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Uh, of course, we have also. The lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, uh, Gregory, Big Diesel, Kramer, of course. Uh, we also have some other people joining us at times, however, including the franchise, and including the Heartbreak Kid, however. Uh, we also have the Black Widow's son, uh, Mini Brock 2.0, Caleb. We have the Rush, Ronda Rush Wright. We have a lot of people coming on our show. So, guys, uh, it's been a lot of fun, to say the least, however, and we're just continuing to grow more and more. Well, since we got a few minutes to kill, however, and we're hoping that the, Michelle is joining us, I am efforting her right now to get on the line, however. Let's uh, do some fancy math. We've got a few minutes to discuss some things uh, with that. Remember uh, I told you yesterday, J.D.? What's that? Remember I told you yesterday about Danny Woodhead? Oh, yes. Uh, John, hey, or not John. He torn his ACL. Yes. He's done for the season. So it's official now, okay. So yeah, another I saw NFL. It. I saw it. I saw it on. Uh, what? What? What, what have on. you? Heard, what have you heard on Adrian Peterson? Because I know he got banged uh, up last night. One minutes on this. How long is he out for? Did they? Get... Uh, they said uh, he could he could play next week. He, they're going to try, but uh, if he did the surgery to repair it, they mm-hmm. want him to come back. Is the next week, so... Yeah. Well, they're going to need him. I, I mean, know. well, the Vikes won last night, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Vikes won their new team against Green Bay. Yeah, so I thought, okay. Yeah, I, I remember hearing... I didn't see the play exactly to how it happened, but I did hear he did mess up his leg, though. Of course, yeah, it was a bit... Yeah, they had to carry him off. Yeah, I did, that I did... Not hard, but they had to carry it. Yeah. Him. Well... You couldn't put pressure, so... You couldn't put pressure on him? Okay. Today, yeah, then today, yeah. Uh, breaking news that he suffered a torn Michiganness. Yeah. And uh, it, he could he could play Sunday. Ooh. So he's not listed out yet. Yeah, well, I, it, well, you think play. about it, you think about it here. I mean, let's take a look at yeah. this for a minute. You mentioned Danny Woodhead first off. I mean, that is a big blow. That is a crushing yeah. blow yeah. because he was a pretty decent ball. Play. He has a de- yeah. decent player, and for them to go down this year now without him, I mean, that's a tremendous loss. I mean, I'm looking right now yeah. how it's apparently how. I, now I'm also hearing apparently De- uh, Demarcus Ware will be out four to five weeks with a fractured yeah. forearm. 
So that yeah. is a that is a tremendous loss for the Broncos. Of course, the Broncos come off that big win against uh, Indy, and now I'm looking here, according to reports from Adam Schefter and Eric D. Williams, uh, running back Danny Woodhead, who yesterday played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, and who was the second string backup behind uh, Melvin Gordon, if you will. However, mind yeah. you, uh, who also lost earlier this season, Brandon Oliver for the season because of a torn Achilles tendon in Keenan Allen a week ago, are now short another player after, uh, as you just told, as you just told us there. Fonzie, and we've just now confirmed from Fonzie that Danny Woodhead did tear his ACL in his right knee yesterday against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he is done for the year, as Mike McCoy said to talk to reporters later today, but it looks like he is now done for the rest of the year. That is a big blow. Also, ladies and gentlemen, as Fonzie just pointed out to us, Adrian Peterson, as I pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, who got injured last night in the Green Bay, Minnesota game, ladies and gentlemen, did say he will try to go this Sunday, however, for the Vikings. Of course, the Vikings, of course, winning their home opener last night against Green Bay in a very tough, emotional win there at the brand-new Bank of Life Stadium, however, in Minneapolis, even though it's been a crazy emotional week there in Minnesota, non-football because of some personal issues outside of football, however. But uh, Peterson did say he will try to go maybe this Sunday, however. I hope he can go because that would be a big thing for me in a lot of ways, Howard, and I'm sure for all you fantasy football uh, geeks out there like myself, of course, I have him in my league along with Eddie Lacy, but uh, if he cannot go, that is a big blow for the Vikings. Of course, he's coming back from some personal issues within the last year, year and a half, Howard, and for him to go down last night, Howard, like he did against Green Bay, that is a crushing blow to say the least, Howard, but hopefully he can recover, of course, earlier this past preseason. They did lose quarterback uh, Teddy Bridgewater due to a severe injury. Of course, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, as you know, is still recovering from his uh, injury, if you will. Uh, He just had surgery last week, and he's got a long road ahead of him of recovery time to do. As far as Peterson goes, I think he's risking uh, coming back a little too soon. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, let's just say if he can make it back this week, but we will definitely, definitely be watching that in more ways. And of course, John, or not John, Fonzie will be keeping us up to date during the course of the week and me as well how we're off the air however and let you know if Seattle got in trouble too uh, yeah today. what was up with that story I'm going to talk about that for a minute I mean I, guess, I have no I heard, idea I didn't hear something about that too. News and they showed that that uh, the, uh, Pete Carroll got uh, fined 200000 uh, they forfeit their first pick or something like that was it? Uh, let me yeah. Let me, let me look into that. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll pull uh, it up. Yeah. Let me look at this. I did hear something about that, however. Uh, yeah. I did hear something about that briefly as well uh, last night, too. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah, for excessive contact, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Something it, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah this, it, 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 this is, I guess, uh, from the Denver Post. was earlier today, however. Uh, I'm just getting the story now in how apparently – in OTA, this is according to the Denver Post, however, uh, that I just read, however. So, hold on, I'll tell you what the story is here. And then, John, will get your opinions on these stories. Uh, according to reports, however, yeah, Seattle coach Pete Carroll has been fined $200,000, and the Seahawks yeah. have been fined $400,000, and it was a fifth-round draft choice, however, after uh, losing a – and they will also lose a week of organized team activities for excessive contact in an OTA on June 6th, however – and, of course, that is prohibited by the labor agreement with the Players Union. The players will be paid for the canceled sessions this uh, next year. So, unfortunately, uh, needless to say, uh, Pete Carroll, 
find himself in hot water once again, however, this time uh, because of what went down. Uh, John, what do you make of all these stories? I mean, first, let's go to the Seattle story. What's your take on this whole story? Wow. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty <laughs> crazy. I mean, that's all I can say, however. I mean, it yeah. is insane, however. I mean, it really is. I mean... I can't believe they got fined that amount. That is just, that is insane. And then, as uh, Fonzie said, of course, uh, the big story, of course, uh, Danny Woodhead now out for the rest of the year due to a very severe leg injury. What's your take of that one? I hope he gets better. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. As I mentioned, the Marcus were out four to five weeks, of course. As you know, the uh, Broncos, of course, coming off a big win. Uh, the other story, ladies and gentlemen, we have not been able to confirm as of yet, folks. But we're still getting uh, confirmation on this, of course, is whether or not uh, the backup quarterback for Tom Brady, of course, will be playing this week, Jimmy Garofalo. I doubt it. He no, will... no. He will not no. go? Okay. No, uh, the backup, uh, the rookie's going to start. Okay, from North, uh, from North Carolina State. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, so he will play. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is his name again? Do we know his name? I, I, I can't remember what his name is. Let me, uh, let me, let me, I'll pull up, but I know he's yeah. starting in place of Tom Brady. Of course, this yeah. week, uh, the uh, New England Patriots, of course, have a big day coming up this Thursday night, however. Uh, yeah, mind uh, you, I'm with, against Houston. Yes. <laughs> J.J. Watt, and I'll tell you, right now, however, they they have been playing really well. I mean, the Texans yeah. are off to a really good start. And I know for a fact, however, even though they uh, just lost uh, Jimmy Garofalo, however, with an AC joint sprain, maybe for a few weeks, maybe a little longer. Yeah. Uh, they are still determining. It looks like it is now. Oh, okay, I found it. It is Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. North, that's his name. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. It is. Okay, that's so, it. So he, he started. Yeah. He started Sunday. So. He, he will start. Yes, he will start Thursday, actually, more like it. Oh, well, Thursday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thursday. <laughs> Yes, he will be playing Thursday night, however, against the Houston Texans there in Foxborough as the Patriots and uh, the Texans will do battle this Thursday night on Thursday night's game week on CBS. Of course, this Sunday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the big Sunday night game this week, in case you're wondering for you football fans out there, are the Bears taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, the Cowboys back to 1-1 one one after beating the Washington Redskins yesterday. And then next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, it will be on Monday Night Football, the Falcons taking on the Saints. Of course, the Saints coming off a tough loss. Or should I say, did they win against the Giants yesterday? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, no, they lost. Okay, they, they lost. lost. They lost in the field goal. Okay, so they lost on the last second field goal by the Giants. Okay, so the Saints will be returning home to the Superdome this next Monday, a week from tonight, taking on Atlanta, who had to travel out to Oakland and who uh, got slapped around pretty good by the Raiders last night, if you will. So it'll be the Falcons off to a very dismal 0-2 start, led by quarterback Matty Rice. Excuse me, Matty Ice Ryan. Uh, He has been in a freezer, let's just say. He's been... uh, very chilly to start the year, and the Falcons have been off to a rough start. They might start go to so Cleveland. They might trade him and go to Cleveland. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That's no, nice. I'm just saying. He might. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Cleveland does he need might. a quarterback. I mean, well, you've got to give uh, you gotta, you gotta give McDowell a little bit of credit. He played well. well no, I know. I know, but they, they should never lost that game against Baltimore. Baltimore didn't well, do anything well, until the you, end. Did you finally see that play I told you about with Pryor? No, I didn't. No. Okay, you still got to check that out. John, you didn't see the play either. You guys both got to check it out if you get a chance to type it up on your computers, if you're both on your computers, or when you have time. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a weird, fluky play that ended the, towards the end of the game yesterday that happened between Baltimore and Cleveland. But uh, we'll definitely be uh, checking our, keeping our eyes and ears peeled, of course. Speaking of Monday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, 
at 8.30 p.m. live from the Windy City in Chicago. It is the Bears' home opener who are coming off a, well, let's just say a pounding there in Houston last uh, Sunday. Taking they, on Carson they Wentz. They're going to lose tonight. Yes. They're going to fly, Eagles fly, baby. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are saying that right now, especially Carson Wentz. Right. And, of course, it will be fly, Eagles fly, however, as they will be flying to Chicago, hopefully to get out with a win and go to 2-0. and Of course, they got a big day with the Steelers next Sunday, of course, at the link, yeah. Lincoln Financial Field this Sunday at 4.30. That's going to be a very interesting game to watch. But, of course, the Eagles, of course, hoping with their uh, – Second round, uh, excuse me, their second pick in the first round this past spring in the draft. Carson Wentz will have another big night. We'll see what happens there. They will be traveling to Chicago tonight. They got a big date with them tonight on Monday Night Football. As we said, a lot of football going on. Of course, uh, college football, of course, being crazy this weekend too. Of course, a lot went down. The Florida State Seminoles, of course, ended up uh, getting crushed by the Louisville Cardinals. The Oklahoma <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, beating the Pittsburgh Panthers, Michigan State beating Notre Dame, uh, Alabama hanging on by the skin of their teeth against Ole Miss, despite the fact they were down 24-3 at one point. USC, of course, yeah, they came back and by Stanford. The shit out of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep, that was a shootout of a game with Mississippi yeah. and the Bama. You knew that was going to come, but. Uh, oh, yeah. This week is going to be interesting, guys, because we've got some pretty good games this week in conference. Conference play begins this week for some. Is the new number two now? Uh no. Who is number two? Ohio State is number two. So Michigan number three is number Michigan. three is uh, Clemson. Then number four is Louisville. Where did Michigan go to? Uh, I I didn't see it. I they should be in the top five. They should be up in the top five somewhere. They should be in the top five because Ohio yes. State. I mean, yes, they beat Oklahoma. I will give them credit where credits due. Clemson did not impress me this week somewhat, and I'm surprised yeah, they actually. Yeah, they they won. Yeah, that's time. true. You're right. They did it's win. All time. But uh, uh, it could be ugly. Look, look what happened. The number eleven, what? Uh, Louisville. Yeah. Beat the shit out of number two Florida State. They spent. I was like, preseason polls don't mean nothing until you play the football on the field. Yeah. That's what I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. The number two in the country, but no, well, no one you get spanked like that by forty-three points. Yeah. No, you're 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 not number two. You're number. You're number freaking 11 or whatever it is now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, like, well yeah. did you see that one catch by that Louisville guy? Or Yeah, it was the Louisville guy off his shoe top, I think it was. It kind of bounced uh, off and it kicked right back up into him a little. It yeah, was a, yeah, yeah. It was a fluky play. Yeah, yeah that was weird. Right. <laughs> it was in right there in the right mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's been a crazy start. I mean, you think about it. I mean, you've got two teams right now who are pretty – yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, you got a couple teams out already on the outside looking in. Oklahoma's yeah. pretty much out of it now. I mean, everyone yeah. thought at the beginning of the season Oklahoma's going to be the team to be in the Big 12. They've got two losses, sorry, one non-conference, and then two non- both are non-conference. And then this week, looking ahead, however, at the conference slate, I think they get Baylor this week. Let me double-check here. I have my book here. I'll tell you right now who they got. Hold I on. think so. I'm not sure. It, it, no, they got. They have got. they're off this week, okay? they got TCU. Yeah, they're too. off. But Baylor plays Oklahoma State this week. That's going to be an interesting game. You've got Penn State and Michigan. Baylor and Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a good game to watch. You've got uh, Penn State and Michigan this week in prime time. You've got Pitt and North Carolina. Yes, you've got Pitt and North Carolina coming up this week at 3.30 on yeah. Saturday afternoon. That's going to be an entertaining game in Chapel Hill there this week. I mean, so it's it's. I mean, the conferences, the conferences are ready to go, however. I mean, we're ready to go, however. And it's going to be pretty wild, to say yeah. the least, however, what happens, however. So we'll definitely be keeping our uh, eyes and ears peeled 
here uh, in more ways than one. Um, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one four three eight seven four four. Of course, this is episode sixty one. You got the human suplex machine. You got the heartbreak kid, of course, and you got the ice man here this afternoon. We are uh, we are waiting more of our panel here to join us here this afternoon, unless uh, they have prior commitments. But uh, we will definitely be watching out for them this afternoon. Of course, this is a big uh, day here this afternoon. Of course, ladies, hold on a second. I'm just. Um, all right, sorry about that, guys. I'm just, I'm just puttering away with some things here. Of course, this afternoon we have got a ten question standoff to see who knows best about the Undertaker. Of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will see. However, uh, who is the smartest of the two? However, who knows the best about the Undertaker? Of course, we uh, will be getting that started here in just a few moments. However, if nothing comes up, we'll be waiting about five or ten more minutes. Of course, if we have nothing of it, we will get the questions started. Of course, I will start with the questions. However. Of course, we also expect to expect the franchise this afternoon on with the Black Widow and whoever else swings by. We will also give you our Raw range. Of course, don't forget, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we will have the aftermath of Clash of the Champions, of course, giving you our thoughts about that here on episode number 62. Um, let's see. Uh, like I said, we've got about five minutes to go before uh, we start uh, giving out the questions here for the Undertaker. So we're going to do a couple fancy matchups here to kill some time, and then we'll start the... Uh, Big main event here in about five minutes. So we're going to do about two rounds each, guys, of fancy matchups if we have time, and then we'll start to get things going with the main event as far as today goes. So uh, we'll start off with you today, uh, John. Uh, what do you got as far as our first fancy matchup goes this afternoon? All right. John Cena versus Stone Cold. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Who do you like in this one? Stone Cold. All right. You know what? I'm going to agree there. And Fonzie, who do you got there? Oh. Uh... Sorry, if you got to put me in the spot here. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, Trish Stratus versus... Uh, no, 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 no. Who do you like, Cena or Austin? Uh, i got to go with Stone Cold. All right, so we're all going to go Stone Cold. Yeah, that would be a good 15, 20-minute match. I could see that happening. I think uh, Cena in his You Can't See Me uh, does not impress Austin by any means necessary. Uh, he'll try to do the hand gesture. Obviously, Austin will give him a little salute and you know what he thinks of him being number one and whatnot. So I think you're going to see beers aplenty after it's all said and done. I think Cena, of course, will be left in a, let's just say, beers all, cans all over him, however, and he'll be laid out by the Texas Rattlesnake. So I definitely think this Rattlesnake is definitely going to come out there swinging her and uh, looking to bite the uh, hand that feeds him, so to speak, no pun intended. As a result, I do think, however, he will definitely show Mr. Cena. He can see him all right, Howard, and he'll be left in the middle of the ring with a little bit of a uh, number one, just seeing who's number one when it's all said and done. So I would have to go with Austin as well. Like I said, it'll be a great match, but I think uh, a lot of people would cheer for Austin more than they would cheer for Cena. Okay, uh, now we'll go to you, Fonzie, with your first match, please. Uh, like I said, Tristratus versus Charlotte. Ooh, that's a good one. Trish and Charlotte. Interesting. Okay. Uh, two great uh, competitors, uh, both women's champions in their own right uh, at one time or yep. another. Uh, who do you like in this one? i got to go with Trish uh, Satisfaction. Trish Stratus. So you're going to go with Satisfaction there. Okay. Yeah. I would agree there. Very good pick. Very good pick. I'm going with Trish as well. John, who do you like between Trish and Charlotte? This would be a doozy. Uh, Trish. You're going to go with Trish, too. Okay. 
Yeah, again, a great match. I mean, I think those two would really uh, have an exciting match, but I think at the end of the day, everyone would be cheering for Trish more than they would cheer for Charlotte because of uh, Trish being a six-time women's champion. I think she's a six-time women's champion. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, she is. She is? Uh, okay. She is, yeah. I thought so. I was, I was right on it then, so there you go. Okay. All right, guys, two good matches from both of you so far, and it's my turn with my first fantasy matchup of the day. However, we go one more round, and then we'll get into the big main event, of course. Uh, here's my first match of the afternoon. It will be hmm, Randy Savage taking on Bruno San Martino. Oh. Yes. The Macho Madness versus uh, the Living Legend. Uh, this would be a very entertaining match. However, I'm going to pick... Bruno. I think Bruno would definitely have the fans backing him on this one. This would be a great 25-30 minute match. I think at the end of the day, the madness is going to be detained and the living legend Bruno San Martino comes out with the victory. John, who do you like between Randy Savage and the living legend Bruno? Randy Savage. Ooh, you're going to go against me on this one. Okay, and Fonzie, your pick. I got to go with my man from Pittsburgh, Bruno San Martino. Very nice, very nice. Okay, guys, so one round in. Now we're going to go one more time around the circle and uh, get our next round in. And uh, we'll start round two off with John this time. John, what do you got for our next okay. round? Well, normally I, I start last every time on WCWS Revolution, but I guess I'm good for Raw Radio. I guess I'm good being first on Raw Radio. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, all right. I'll pick Kane mm-hmm. versus... This, this is some, some match I'd like to see someday. Kane versus Finn Balor. Hmm, interesting. The battle of demons here. Okay, the Demon King and the Big Red Monster Demon. However, of course, Kane uh, almost near the end of his career, which would be a very unique career in itself. However, uh, who do you like in this one? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Okay, Fonzie, uh, who do you like in this one? Gotta go with the Demon King. And you know what? I'm going to go with John on this one. I think Finn Balor will uh, have just enough to beat Kane and put him down. However, it would be a great matchup again. I think both of these guys are really talented, however. But I think Finn Balor, however, just the way he uh, presents himself as the Demon King, even though Kane, the Big Red Monster, is a great wrestler in his own right and has been a very unique wrestler over the years. However, I think Finn Balor, the Demon, just uh, pulls it out at the last minute. So I'm going to go with the Demon King, the man from County Wicklow, Ireland, however, and that is Finn Balor. All right, uh, up next I'll go. However, this is going to be a good one here, guys. This is going to be a uh, really good one, tag team extraordinaire. And I know if Michelle is on the line right now, she would kill me for doing this, but I want to do it anyway. It will be, however, Mike Bennett, the Miracle Man, however, teaming up with, um, let's put him in the tag team situation with Seth Rollins, however. And they will take on the team of, ooh, let me think who do I want him with, Ricky Steamboat. And uh, his partner will be, in this case, Howard Brett the Hitman Hart. Who do you like in this one, John? Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. They're going to go with the Hitman and the Dragon here on this one. All right, Fonzie, who do you like in this one? The Hitman and uh, Ricky Steamboat or the Miracle Mike Bennett and his partner? I'm going to go with the Hitman Hart. You're going to go with Hitman too. Okay, very interesting. And I already made my pick, so there you go. And we'll go to Fonzie for the last pick before we get to our big uh, main event here this afternoon. Uh, I hope, I hope that they sign this person. Hmm. Seriously. All right. I like to see 
Bill Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar in a steel cage match. Ooh, well, they are talking about it, and I know we've been discussing it a lot over the last few months. I mean, it is possible. We could definitely see it. However, uh, I'm going to go to you for your first uh, pick. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Suplex City. So you're going to take Brock, okay. You know, I think it would be a great match. However, I think after what happened at uh, WrestleMania 20, I think, however, Brock is a little hungrier this time, although Goldberg's a great wrestler. You know what? I'm going to go against you. I'm going to take Goldberg. As much as I hate to say it, I think Goldberg <laughs> would find a way to take uh, down the master of Suplex City and avoid the F5 altogether. I'm going to go with Goldberg. John, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with Goldberg. All right. So two to one in favor of Goldberg. Okay, guys. Very good matches around. So uh, with that said, uh, if we have time, we might go back for another round or two before the day's out. If not, we will definitely be back again with more matches next week. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the big feature match of the evening, however. And with that said, John is going to cue us with the bell as I will make the introduction. Sean, if you could cue the bell while I'm making the introductions right now, that'd be great. That'd be good. All right, so we can do that right now. Please hit that, please, as we hit the bell. All right. And John is just momentarily getting the bell for us now, ladies and gentlemen. However, we will be hearing the bell here go off here momentarily, so please bear with us. You got it? Uh, not yet. All right, right, please bear with the commercials here too, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And you can listen to all these shows, just to remind you folks here on our uh, website what the? Talks Katie, 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 yes. Katie. Yes, I'm still here. I, I heard it. I rang the bell, but it wasn't the same bell. What? Something, something's going on. Something strange is going on. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Just, just, just don't worry about it right now. That's fine. We'll worry about it later. Just just put on mute then. We'll, we'll come back to it later on. Don't worry about it. Right. Just, just save uh, the thing for the end of the show. We'll use that for the end of the show. Just type up what we got for the end of the show and just hold on to that until the end of the show. I'll make the intro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now ready for our big uh, title matchup. Of course, this uh, will be determining to see who will be the new number one contender to the Black Widow's uh, next belt that she will be going after, hopefully for either later today or next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, following Clash of the Champions. But today, we have a 10-question standoff to see who knows the best about the dead man himself, the phenom, the Undertaker. And, of course, let us introduce the competitors right now. First off, joining us from Front Royal Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, the man who knows WCW wrestling history inside and out on all of our shows. Ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome to the uh, ring right now, the human suplex machine 2.0, John Gross. And his opponent from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the home of Bruno San Martino and Kurt Angle, ladies and gentlemen, the living legend himself, the heartbreak kid, if you will. Let's give it up for the man of a thousand interesting uh, questions, shall we say. None other than Fonzie! Yeah, I'm here. Uh, All right. Gentlemen, 
<laughs> All right, gentlemen, come to the center of the ring, shake hands, and when I uh ready to I think we're ready when we have the bell go off, however, we'll be ready to go, however. Again, these are one questions each hour, with the tenth question being a five point bonus or whatever point bonus I decide on. Sometimes these will be worth two points each, sometimes they'll be worth one point each. You know the rules. No cheating by either competitor today, and I implore that. I already told that to John. Fonzie, this goes for you as well. You're gonna have to do this all on your own now, however, you will have multiple choices, both of you. So uh when you hear the bell come out, ready to go, however, at the sound of the bell, and best of luck to both of you. So with that said, let's go for the bell. John, call, please. Before that, Samuel Jackson told us to hold on to our butt. Yeah. Man. Yes. Uh, do we have the bell ready to go for the... Uh, yes, I got the bell. I have the bell ready to go. Cue it, please. All right, I just heard it. I think that was the bell, right? There we go. Okay. Oh. There's the bell now. Okay. Okay. Gentlemen, here we go. Question number one. This is one point, however, for both of you. And again, multiple choice. On The Undertaker. Okay. The Undertaker began his career in 1984. Your question is, which hardcore wrestler was the person responsible that The Undertaker debut against? Who was the person that The Undertaker met in his debut? And you will have three choices to choose from. A, Bruiser Brody, B, Jeff Jarrett, or C, Shawn Michaels. And we'll start the questioning with Fonzie. Remember, no looking Uh, up the answers. Either one of you guys. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I know this one, but uh, I'm going to go with Jared. Jeff Jarrett, you say? Yeah. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay. And uh, John, what is your answer? I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go with Bruiser Brody. And the answer is correct. It was, yes, a Bruiser Brody. So, Fonzie scores the first point. It is one nothing in favor of John. How are we getting the first question? Good guess, though, Fonzie. I mean, that was a real yeah, good guess. Yeah, I know. Fuck, I knew that. Yes. Okay, guys, number two now. This one is a two-parter, guys, however. So, this is going to be an interesting one. Okay. The first question is, The Undertaker has had a lot of managers in his career, most notably Paul Bear and also Teddy Long. Your first question of this two-parter is, can you name one other manager that matched him? And the second question to that is, what name other than the dead man and the phenom has he also been known as? He has also had other nicknames, but can you name one of his other nicknames too? And this time I'll start with John. Um, look at Red. Who? Booger Red. Okay. Uh, as far as nicknames go, you said, what is it? His other nickname has been what? Booger Red, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, okay. And uh, what about managers now? Cool. I'd have to say, I'd have to say Brother Love. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay, John, your turn. Oh, not John. Sorry, 
So, sorry, Fonzie. Yes, uh, Fonzie, your turn. Okay. Name one of his other managers and name another nickname other than the Phenom and uh, the Dead Man, has he been known as. And also name another manager that has been managed by, has had the taker been managed, has the taker been managed by. Okay. So, besides Dead Man, right? Yes, other than Dead Man and the Phenom, you have to name another nickname of his and also another manager of his. All right. Um, well, he don't have another nickname. This is called The Undertaker. Um, and he had the, the uh, ministry. The, uh, I can't say it. Help me out. I can't. Uh, fuck. Uh, the ministry. You know what? Okay, you know what, though? I'm going to give you each a half a point on this one. Okay, his John, John, you were right about Brother Love, however, but his nickname, however, his one of his nicknames, however, he had, however, or managers he had. You're right about the Brother Love one. Now, the other nickname, however, what were you saying, though? Booger Red, did you say? Yeah. No, he did not have that nickname. Red Devil. What? No, it was not. It was not. It was the Red Devil. So you get one point on that one. Fonzie, I'll give you credit for the, the one you guessed, however. The ministry, it's Prince of Darkness, so you get that. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. one of the other managers he was managed by was Paulie Dangerously, however, and Teddy Long, as well as Dutch uh, Mantel. So you each get a point on that. So I'm going to give you each a point on that. So it's two to one now. John, so that 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 was a, that was a good get. No, okay, I'm fine with it. I'm still in the lead. I'm good. You're up one. Yes. Okay. Now to number three. Okay. Here we go. All who, right. who was the Undertaker's second person to beat, as far as the streak goes, in WrestleMania history? A. Randy Savage. B. Hulk Hogan. Or C. Jake the Snake Roberts. And I'm going to start with you this time, John. <laughs> I know this one. I definitely know this one. All right. Jake the Snake Roberts. Is that your final answer? You got right. It is my final answer, J.D. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what do you say to the answer? Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. The answer my is final yes. Yes, the answer is you were both correct. Yes, it was. It was at WrestleMania 8. It was at WrestleMania 8. So it's, still, it's still a one-point game, guys, between you two. Three to two right now as we go into question number four. Okay. This one's going to be interesting because I, I thought of this one. I just saw this one a few minutes ago as I was looking at this Wikipedia page. Okay. In 1991, however, The Undertaker took on Hulk Hogan at this event. What event was it called? Was it A, Survivor Series, B, the Royal Rumble, or C, this Tuesday in Texas? Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Mm. Okay. 
I know this one. I can't. Now, where did he win his first championship at? Was it the Rumble, Survivor Series, or WrestleMania? Uh, JD. Yes. I don't think. I don't think. Wait a minute. Uh, hold on. We we got, we got a surprise here, folks. Hold I on. was gonna tell you. I was getting ready to tell you. I just saw it sneak in. And yes, folks, joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, here in our WrestleMania. Uh, show here, ladies and gentlemen, is the Black Widow, the voice of extreme, shall we say, the queen of queens. Let's just say she is the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, joining us here this afternoon. Michelle, how are you today? Um, okay. Well, that's good. However, we got John, you got Fontaine, you got me. Right now, we are into question number four. I'll let you get the fifth question on The Undertaker. Right now, we got a 3 2 uh, matter here going on. But before we get to uh, your answers, guys, I'm going to just give Michelle some of the news that's going on for today in case you do not hear. Uh, Brandy well, Rose. Before you do just... that, we got some music for her, too. Oh, yes. Uh, why don't we play that for now? Uh, John, do that real quick before we uh, get into the news. However, please uh, cue that up. Hold on, we're getting it, Michelle. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. And Michelle, as I was saying, we got some news, however, from today. Uh, one of the stories we're following is, of course, uh, the big story today, of course, is the return of Paige to the WWE along with Luke Harper. This afternoon it was announced, however... Uh, Brandy Rhodes has also now signed with TNA. Uh, we want to get your take about Paige's return to the WWE and also of uh, Brandy Rhodes heading to TNA. What's your uh, take of this? Well, also, Emma makes her return tonight, too. I don't know if y'all knew that. <clears throat> yes. Um, I don't think Brandy Rhodes is going to make it very far in TNA, number yes. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Think she's too mediocre about this. She's too nonchalant. She thinks it's you know walking the park from the video I saw earlier today. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Paige. Uh, oh boy, let's just hope she does does nothing else to screw up. And uh, you know she makes a good debut, and that she you know I don't know takes it a little bit more serious than she has been. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. What was the other question? Uh, the other question was, uh, well, some of the, well, like I said, Luke Harper's returning, but uh, also the Cruiserweights are making their debut tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. What's your take on the uh, new uh, Cruiserweight division beginning tonight? I think it's a great idea as long as they include it in SmackDown as well. Yes, I would agree. Uh, some of the names we've heard are going to be uh, Grand, uh, uh, Grand Sabre, of course. Uh, we heard also TJ Perkins is going to be there. Kendrick will be there tonight. Rich Swan. Is supposed to be there. I heard a lot of, some of the great things about that guy. Uh, I'm very stoked for this. I mean, I told the guys, I mean, I've been a Cruiserweight fan all my life, Howard, and I just love when those guys go out there 10, 15, 20 minutes and just while you with their ability, Howard, and steal the show every single time. Um, we're also going to get uh, your predictions in after we do this 10-question extraordinaire, Howard. Like I said, you'll be doing the next one. Um, other than that, uh, not much else has been going on uh, real this afternoon. It's been kind of low-key, of course. Uh, we have also heard that I want to get your take real quick before we get the guy's answer about the punishment that uh, could be facing Seth Rollins in the form of Mick Foley tonight. What's your take on that? Uh, I think it's bullshit, honestly. Um, you, you can't fault the man for being pissed mm-hmm. or taking out his anger. Uh, yep. But then again, I guess they would say... Uh, 
you know, same thing goes for Brock Lesnar and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, do I think he should be facing Rusev? No. Um, yes. I, I think Rusev's a joke, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I can't stand the son of a bitch. But, uh, I mean, that's just their way of, you know, stepping the ante up and, you know, he's got to face his consequences, blah, blah, blah. It's just crap in my eyes. Well, speaking of Brock, I was going to get your opinion real quick, and I'll get your, your, your guys' opinion real quick however, before we get back into the questions. However, uh, Brock will be facing Randy on uh, Saturday in Chicago. What do you expect to happen in Chicago? Um, I expect Randy to bring it back tenfold on his ass this time. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, believe it or not, coming from the, the A number one Brock Lesnar fan herself, um, yeah. I expect Brock Lesnar's probably going to have his hands full with them. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, you know, because right. I always think that, you know, Brock, you know, he's going to win this, that, and the other, but, you know, he he's not fighting your, just your average Joe. He's, he, it's the, the Viper, you know, Randy. Right. You know, mm-hmm. It's someone that's been in the business for a long time that knows his shit, so <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a good fight. I wish I could be there to see it in person, but we'll see how it goes, I guess. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, John, what's your take about Brock Lesnar this weekend coming up against Randy in Chicago? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a Titan it's gonna be a Titan course to say the least. Yes. 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 A head on course to say the least. Yes, definitely, no question about it. Uh Fonzie, what do you think about Brock and Randy this Saturday night in Chicago? Oh man. You gonna put me in this question again? Yes. Oh, I like both of them. Yes. All right, but uh, I know Michelle's gonna be yelled at me. So yes. I know she loves Randy Orton. Yes. I love Randy Orton too. Yes. But I gotta go with a suplex city at Chicago. There you go. Why would I be yelling at you for that? I don't know, because you love Randy Orton. But she also loves Brock Lesnar, too, though. Don't forget. Yeah, I know. Well, she's, I know. We're, we're, we're all torn on this. This is going to be good. This is going to be interesting to watch, guys. I mean, we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes and ears peeled, Howard. No question about it. But I got to say it's going to be Shuki, a good You know, Shuki, I thought of something. I think that uh, as far as Brock Lesnar's gloves that he wears, Yes. I think after what happened with Randy Orton from now on, they need to check those gloves before he gets in the ring. Oh, I would I would definitely agree. I would more than agree to that, yes. I, yeah, I, I agree, too. Think. Search him at search. Yeah, start, you got to you got to make sure it's not loaded or anything. But yeah, I would yeah, have to. Yeah, because be. well, no, I'm not saying he's got them loaded or nothing. You know, to purposely hurt him or nothing like that. Right. But the weight of them themselves can be a yeah. factor. Oh yes, hundred percent. Yes. Well, we're definitely going to be watching this carefully, guys. I mean, it's going to be a very hard-fought, physical, intense brawl this Saturday night in Chicago. And it's going to be wild to see because, obviously, like I said, Sunday, we, of course, we've got Clash of the Champions. Next week, we got Raw in Cincinnati and SmackDown next Tuesday in Cleveland. So we're definitely going to be uh, watching this very, very carefully. Um, with that said, let's get back into the big main event of the afternoon. Of course, the winner of this will go on to face Michelle next week in a 10-question standoff where... We will uh, let you know what the uh, topic is after all. And, of course, Michelle will take the next question, as you know, for number five. And, of course, she and I will be rotating questions back and forth until the main event, which is a five-point question, extraordinary, or however how many points we decide on it. But uh, do we have an answer now, gentlemen, for the fourth question? Uh, hey, Jimmy, let, me go, let me go get my question. 
Okay, good, Michelle. While Michelle's doing that, let's. Uh, well, Michelle's going to dig up her question. I shall be back with us in momentarily. So uh, we'll wait for. We'll get her fifth question here in a second. But let's get your answer, guys. As I said, uh, who did I pick first to uh, answer this time? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You did. Okay. So please give us your answer. Uh, so you said uh, Hulk Hogan, right? Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker met, however, at this event, and this was the event that The Undertaker won his first title at. What was it? Was it the Royal Rumble? Was it WrestleMania? Or was it the Survivor Series? Uh, I'm going to say Royal Rumble, my final answer. All right. And, John, what about you? Survivor Series. The answer is, yes, it was. John is correct. It was Survivor Series with the help of Ric Flair, however. That was his first title, yes. So uh, John gets the point on that one. And the score is, after four rounds, uh, four to two right now. And we are ready to begin question number five as Michelle will be back, I believe, has now returned to the line. Oh, I'm back. Okay, just in time, Michelle. Question number five is in your favor, so please proceed with number five to the gentleman. Uh, let's see. All right. <clears throat> How many Hall of Famers during his career with WWE has The Undertaker competed against? Who went last first? Uh, Fonzie went last first, Tara. And again, they can do multiple choice, too. Yes. John? Yeah? How many Hall of Famers? Yes, how many Hall of Famers has The Undertaker been in his career? What did WWE? In WWE. And again, you can get multiple choices, however, to them as well. Alright, I know he's beaten. I know he. Victim was Coco Beware, so he's got to be considered. He was a Hall of Famer in 2009. Dusty Rhodes, he was a Hall of Famer in 2007. Jimmy Snuka, he was 1996. Ultimate Warrior, 2014. He was a Hall of Famer. Hulk Hogan, 2005. Jake the Snake Roberts, 2014. Um, Yokozuna, 2012. Uh, Godfather, known as Kama which was inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, Kevin Nash, 2015, your favorite, Michelle. Hello? Yeah, we're we're fine. We're still here. We're here. We're listening to you. We're listening. You're just, okay. you're just waiting for your All right. I'll take your time. Okay. Mick Foley, which was 2013. Stone Cold Steve Austin, 2009. Um, Bret Hart, 
Bret Hart, 2006. Um, what the hell? I'm not sure what that was. Um, okay, Bret Hart, 2006. Sean Michaels, Shawn Michaels, 2009. That's all I can think of. So, you got a number. 2011. No, but no, well, how many to- How many overall has he beaten, she asked you? I think 15 or 25. I'm not sure. You got to choose one or the other. 15. Is that your final answer? Yes. Fonzie, what do you got? 25. Michelle, what is the correct answer? Um, well, I hate to be the, uh, you know, I'm afraid I got some bad news for you. You're both wrong. It's 41. Ooh. Shit, that was good. Oh. I was going to say 41, too. I had it 25 no. or 41. Okay. Oh. Sure. Was... <laughs> I've been working on this, let me tell you all. I've been wanting to uh, get That was a good one. That was a good one, Michelle. That was that was a that was a good one though. That was a very good one. And at the at the halfway point, it is still five to two in favor of John. Gentlemen, number six is coming for you. And again, it can be a two parter if you want it to be or not. But I'm going to decide that here, and I'm going to say not yet. We'll make this a single question before we go to the next one, because Michelle, I'm number seven. And I'll do number eight. Okay, number six, guys. The Undertaker, however, took on. I just. Oh, give me a minute ago. Okay. However, mind you, took on a bunch of uh, we know a bunch of wrestlers in the streak. Can you name for me, however? Yo, in the streak. Yeah, during the yeah during the streak, however, has taken off. I said streak for a minute. I was like, what? Yeah, the streak, however. But the Undertaker met mankind, however, in this event, however. For the first time ever, and it was not King of the Ring. However, your question uh-huh. is, what was the ma- what was the event that he met mankind in, aka Mick Foley, for the first time ever? Was it A. SummerSlam, B. No Way Out, or C. WWE In Your House Buried Alive? And I'm going to start with Fonzie this time. Ah. Uh. In your house, buried alive, is my final answer. Okay. And, John, what is your answer to that question? I'd have the same same thing. And the answer is you were both correct. Yes, it was. A buried alive match in, when he won with a choke slam into the open grave. That is correct. You each get a point. I, I got to say, J.D., both Undertaker and Mankind's matches throughout 1996 and 1998, of course, I've watched a lot of them on the network. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those matches, I mean, the Hell in Cell match I saw last night, King of the Ring 1998, yep. that was good. That was mm-hmm. good. Oh, it's, Buried it's, alive. It's, it's still, the room. Yep. It's, it, it's still, the, both, the, no question about it. They were intense. And I was supposed to sit where the Undertaker chucked Mick off the cage. I've told you guys that story many, many times. I was supposed to be there at the old Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. I mean, that I is, was there. I know you were there, yes. And that yes. That, that match is still. Seven rows back. 
Yes. Fun and which road did he sit on there? What's that? I was asking Funz, and which road did he sit there? He was seven rows back. I was on the seven rows from the ringside on the floor. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I would have I would have been right near the floor, like right front row center, about seven up, up further than you if I would have gone. But I remember watching that match, and I and like you said, that is still one of the most yep. incredible matches in history. I mean, many people still talking about it to this day, twenty plus years later. It's still one of the most surreal Hell in a Cell matches, and one of the most unbelievable matches well, in history. Years. Well, it's been eighteen years. Yeah, it's been eighteen years this year. You're right. Yep. yep, 18 already. All right, we are now into question number seven. And at the moment, it is six to three in favor of John. Michelle has got lucky number seven coming out of the uh, table. So let's go to her with number seven. Mm. <clears throat> and she doesn't have the eight ball fever. No, I have that. The eight ball's in my hands, guys. She's got lucky seven ready to roll. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which one I'm going to do. Take your time. (laughs) Okay. Let's see if you know this one. In 1995, The Undertaker wore his Phantom of the Opera mask. Tell me why he wore that mask. Or the mask? Yeah. All right. You want me to go, Michelle? Who who went first last? I did. Yeah, so, John, you're up first. Okay. The the reason why The Undertaker wore the Phantom of the Opera mask is because he was in a six-man tag. He broke his orbital, orbital bone, and he was in a six-man tag team match with Shawn Michaels and Diesel to take on Owen Hart, British Bulldog, and Yokozuna when Mabel came down to the ring after the match, and him and Yokozuna crushed The Undertaker's face with multiple flashes and leg drops. So that would be Mabel and Yokozuna. Final answer. Okay. Fonzie, what do you got? Fonzie? I'm going to say Yogazuna's legs right on the face. My final answer. Michelle? Huh. Let's see. Um, really, I would give them both a point because, I mean, John, John's answer was dead on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, wait a minute. Nope, hold on. No, John's right. Okay, and Fonzie was not right, correct? But well, I would still give Fonzie a point though because he was involved in that match. Okay, that's fine. We can do that. Okay, good answer, guys. Very good answer. Okay, and now we go into number eight. In, What's the score? I'm looking right now. I'll tell you. Hold on. Two, four, five, seven. It is seven to four right now. John's up three. But this okay. is a two-parter coming up, however, for number eight, guys. Lucky number eight. So this is a two-parter. Okay, guys. Your question for this next one is going to be a pretty good one. Uh, 
Other than the Tombstone Piledriver, however, that The Undertaker is famous for, can you name one of his other maneuvers, however? And on top of that, however, can you also name for me, however... Uh, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to throw that out. Forget that question. No. Uh, mind you. Uh, we'll do that, however. Uh, mind you. We're going to do different. Okay. Can you name for me, within... Well, from 10 to 20, however, how many times The Undertaker has been nominated for a Slammy Award? That's number one. Number two is, however, can you name me also, however, how many times, however, he has won Match of the Year between one and five, however? I thought you put the, the besides the tombstone. Yeah. I kind of I I kind of cha- ch- changed that at the last minute. I was about I, I, that was too hard. That would have been too hard for you guys. No, I know that one. Uh, I know you, that one. Oh, all right, all right, all right. You know, all right. Uh, let's uh, let me start it over again, guys. Let me go over again. Okay. Okay. Other than the tombstone, name for me one of his other moves. Your second question now will be how are, one of the things I just asked. Between ten and twenty. How many times has he been nominated? How many Slammy Awards, I mean, has he won between 10 and 20 in his career? And uh, I'll start with, uh, who went first? Uh, John did. Who did? John did? Yeah. Okay, so Fonzie, you're first this time. Uh, I'm going to say... The Crossfire. Like uh, the headlock, he put his knees in the uh, like almost like a shot shooter. Uh, um, and maybe like two uh, for the nominee. Yeah. Uh, that'll be my final answer. Well, but you got named between ten and twenty. How many times? Two. Two. Oops. No, no, no. Not between one and ten. Ten and twenty. 10 and 20? Yeah, how many times has he been up for a Slammy Award? None. He only did two. No. Between 10 and 20, how many has he won? How many has he won? Yes. Between 10 and 20? Times, yes, in his career. Mm -hmm. Neither. All right, is that your point? Yeah. Okay. Okay, is that your final answer? Yeah, my final okay. answer. Okay, John, you're up. Wait, uh, can I ask a question first? Hold on. Hold on a second, time out. Yes, Michelle. You, you're asking them how many times he's won a, a Slammy Award in total? No, between 10 and 20 overall, however, how many times has he won? Yes. Uh, okay, gotcha. Sorry. And then uh, also another move besides the choke slam, however... Oh, right. he's okay, just making yes. sure I understood. Okay. Uh, John, you're up. Okay, I got it. The last ride. All right. And how many times has he won a slammy? Between 10 and 20. He's won seven slammy awards, I think. Okay. And is that your final answer? Yes. All right. You get one. All right. The answer is 
John gets one point for the last ride, however. As far as Slammys go, you are incorrect, however. He is uh, 12. 12 times. That's, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, and uh, the other move he was famous for was the Hell's Gate. Yeah, the Hell's Gate. That's what so, I said. Okay, so you get a point then, Fonzie, for that, though. John gets one, two still, however, so you each get one out of the two on that one. I still trailed by three. So it's 8-5. Yes, it's 8-5 as we go into number yeah. nine. Yes, Michelle has number nine. Oh, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> number nine. Now it's the number four. <laughs> um, Okay. This is a good question. This is a fun question. No, this makes you. This makes your brain think. Uh, I want to know how many days the for the Undertaker has it been since the Undertaker debuted? Twenty five. Wait, let me try that again. Fuck. How many days has it been since Undertaker debuted? Twenty five years ago. Okay. All right. So. I want the answer to be within a hundred. Okay, guys, there you go. Who went? Uh, so it's John. Did John go first last? Yeah, you went first last, right, John? Yeah, oh, last. I did. Okay, it's yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's John. Okay, so John goes first. Yeah. Oh my God, this is gonna. No cheating, John. No cheating. Yeah, neither both. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've already told both of them ahead of time not to cheat today. No cheat. I, I know. I know, guys. I know. <laughs> this is gonna. This is gonna be a hard. This is gonna be hard. <laughs> she made it hard. Yeah, I'm waiting for the. That's what she said. Thing. I know you do, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> this will kill me. <laughs> you can tell me. That's just me. I'm going to die. I'm going to die for knowing this question. We're, we're going to die. I'm going to die for knowing this question. Uh, No. Why would you think that? By the way, a- guys, a quick note, however, I just want to tell you guys, I don't know if you saw this, Michelle, I'm sure you did, and I saw a preview of it today. I believe this week, I think it's tonight after Raw, they're going to have Legends with JBL with Nash and Hall. Ooh. So you, I yeah. think, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's tonight. I think I saw a preview yeah, for it. tonight, I think. It is tonight? Yeah, so guys, yeah. there you go. The bad guy, Big Daddy Cool, sitting in the hot seat with JBL. That should be a very, very good interview. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a very entertaining interview tonight. Got to make sure to tell Gerard that. Yeah, mess, one of us wants to message him about that, how and remind him. In fact, I'm going to do that right now while uh, these two are still looking, however, for the uh, trying to find the answer here and thinking of the answer, shall we say. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, don't make me come check computers and shit. Exactly. I'm not, no, no, nope, no, not. I am not on no, the I'm not. <laughs> I was just thinking. Okay. Okay, one thousand eight hundred and fifty-five zero days. Okay. What did he say? One thousand eight hundred fifty. Is that what you said, John? One thousand eight hundred five fifty days. 
Okay. Uh, very interesting there. Okay, and Fonzie, what do you got for your answer? I know I'll be wrong. But give it a shot, Fonzie. And that is 25 years ago today he debuted. Uh, well, he's on his 26th year. Yeah, but I don't What is it? He's Michelle, on his 26th Michelle, can you repeat the question for me, please? Yes. Oh. How many days has it been since The Undertaker debuted 25 years ago? Okay. Is it today? 25 years ago today? Yeah. Or it was the last week? Well, at his 25-year debut. Okay. So I'm going to say how many days? Oh. How many days he debuted? That's the, is that correct, Michelle? How many days has it been since The Undertaker debuted 25 years ago? Uh, I'm going to say 1900. Hmm. Okay. And the answer was the, the, last, the last couple of years, he's been off and on with the. Uh, WrestleMania, he always comes like right after Royal Rumble. So okay. I'm okay. going to say 1900. All right. What's our answer, Michelle? 9,100 days. You're both wrong. Ooh, okay. What was it? 9,100. Yeah. Uh, good guess, though, again, both of you. Very good yeah. guess. No All right, way. guys. <laughs> we now go to the main. However, and here we go. This is a 10-point bonus, however, for the winner of this. However, whoever knows this will be the champion overall. Okay. And hold on a second while we do that. I'm going to show you if you can do the plug real quick. I'll be right back. Uh, okay. Tom, <laughs> go ahead. Take it away. I'll take it, Michelle. I'll take it. One seven one seven two four 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 seven four four four. This is Raw Radio. The ID number is one three eight seven four four pound. I am the human suplex machine, John Gray. I'm back. Um, okay. All right. Along with JD, he's back, and Fonzie and Michelle, they're with us too. We are getting down to the main event question between me and Fonzie. Who's the, who will win the Undertaker title so far? I am in the lead right now. So, J.D., I turn it over to you. All right, John, thank you very much, and I am back. Howard. Okay, guys, here is your 10-point question for the main event, however. And I just had it. Okay, here we go. Okay, guys. The Undertaker, however, has been married. Uh, let me think how I... Besides Sarah and Michelle McCool, however, one other time in his career. Your question is, however, mind you, I just saw it, so give me a minute. I just uh, scanned down and find it here. I just saw it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Can you name, however, the name of his first wife? Ooh. And I will start with... um. 
<laughs> who went who went first last time? Uh, okay, so John, other than Michelle McCool and other than Sarah, he's been married one other time. What was his first wife's name? Oh, you're supposed to give that answer. Yes, uh, hold on. And you know what? I'm going to give you guys multiple choices, too. You have Oh, uh, John, you should know this. Yes. I. Is it A? You know what? What? You know what? I'll go first. Okay. Uh. If you know it, then go ahead. And John. I know this answer. And I know it. All right. Your answer Jody is. Lynn. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Fonzie, what do you have to say? What John said again? He said, "What was your answer again, John?" Jody Lynn. And uh, he says that was his final answer. Uh, jo- who? Jody Lynch. Lynch. Jo- no, not Jody Lynch. Jody Lynn. Jody Lynn. And he said Jody that was Lynn. yes. And okay. what do you have to say to the answer? Uh, I'm going to say the same thing as John. Jody Lynn. Okay, and the answer is you are both correct, but the score is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seventeen, seventeen, fourteen. I lost by three. Yes. John wins. So John wins the question, 17-14. Good match, gentlemen. Come back to the ring. Shake hands. John, you are now the proud holder of the Undertaker Dead Man Heavyweight Championship. Congratulations, Fonzie. Great effort. Both of you did very well today. Well done. Now, before we continue, however, we now know John is the number one contender next to face Michelle. For next week, however, I will ask both of you quickly, however, before we get into the raw ratings and overall uh, main event predictions, however, before we call it a day here, however, what would you like your topic on next week, however? Michelle, we'll start with you first. What is your topic of discussion next week now that John is your number, uh, be the number one contender to be facing you? <laughs> the icon sting. Woo! I was just going to say that, too. That, that's interesting. Okay, John, are you up for that next week? A sting? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. He's accepted. Yeah, Michelle, so next I'm week. Bring it, John. Don't worry. I'm so next week, guys, the stinger Steve Borden is going to be on the table as we will see who knows the true facets of the man they call Sting, one of the best of all time. So, uh, John will now uh, we'll see if John can keep his uh, champion, wins another belt, or if Michelle will add another belt to her stable. And then in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from this Monday, we'll have no mercy predictions, but we'll also have a number one contenders match, however, to see after who wins that match, who will then go on to face I'm issuing a challenge to one of you two, Howard, and I haven't decided which one, one of you guys can decide next week after who wins the Sting match what our topic will be in well, two weeks. Well, you might as well just pick Michelle because John is, John is not going to even show up on that. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle's going to kill John all the answers. <laughs> on Sting? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He has beaten Michelle before, though, Fonzie. I can tell yeah. you from first-hand experience. And he, like I said, he, you and him had quite the battle today. It was a good, good, good yeah, time. Yeah, that was YouTube. like a decade ago, dude. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see no, now. No, it wasn't a decade ago. It was. It was February. Yeah. Well, whatever. But it's gonna be an interesting sound off between you guys next week. So again. Uh, the winner of this match is, of course, as we said, how are ladies and gentlemen, 
It is, uh, I'm just looking here again to be totaling up my score. 15, yeah, for Fonzie. It is John having a total of 6, 7, 8, 18, 18, 15. There are my mistake, Harrison. You each got 10 points on that last question. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's right. Chad has given us now his raw rating prediction for tonight. He is going with a 2.3. It'll be KO versus Roman non-title. So that is his main event tonight. Michelle, what do you expect tonight in Memphis for the go-home show heading into the clash with rating and main event prediction, please? Uh, A return of Brock Lesnar would be great, Um, but that's not going to happen. I see either one. I have two predictions, actually. It's going to be one or the other. Okay, you can throw either one, and you guys can throw either one, too. I mean, we're going to make it happen it's, this week. It's either going to be Seth and Rusev mm-hmm. for the main event. Yes. Or I see it being a tag match with Kevin with Kevin Owens and Roman, and they pick their partners. Mm. Non- yeah. Okay. Very good. And, and, predict, we, and as far as ratings, oh god, yeah. I'm six for two four. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not budging. Raw is sucking anymore. Yeah, and they, they've really been yeah. tough in the last two weeks. No question about it. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What's your raw rating? What's your main event prediction, please? Uh, was I correct last week, uh, JD? I think you were. You had what was it again? One? Would you say? I think one point nine. It was. Yeah, and it was right. 8. It was right about there. Yeah, it was one nine exactly. Well, yeah. you know what? It's going to be the same exact rating. Yeah. You know, you know, it's going to be Seth Rollins and KO. Mm-hmm. They won. Yeah. But I think, I think it's going to be Seth Rollins. Uh huh. Uh, against Rusev and mm. Seth Rollins being Rusev. Mm. And here comes KO with mm. the big boss man and standing over on top of Seth Rollins and holding the WWE Universal Champion. So yes. I okay. think that's what's going to happen. So okay. The ranking is going to stay 1.9, okay. put it that way. Okay, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? Ratings and prediction, please. I'm expecting an eight-man tag match between. And this is gonna be. This is gonna be a good. Could be a good one if it were to happen. Yes. But most likely not. New Day, uh-huh. Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns against the Club, Rusev and KO. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And what do you got for the rating? Uh, two point, two point four. Oh, yes, Michelle. I I got a question for you. Do your uh, predictions? I'm sorry. Please. Uh, did you hear anything about them trading out the Miz to Raw? There has been some tweets about that over the weekend. Yeah, I did hear something about that. I mean, what what's your take on that? I was going to ask everyone to think about that before I get my predictions in. Oh, oh, please let me go first because I think it's shit. Yes. Um, on, <laughs> the Miz needs to stay on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's the IC champ. He mm-hmm. can't take that damn belt from them. You know, yep. if he if they're going to trade him to Raw, they need to strip him of the freaking title. Yep. It's only fair. Yep. No mm-hmm. others have had to do it just because he wants to switch because of money or whatever. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not against the IC title. The, the title should stay on on. Uh, SmackDown, and they should have a number one contenders match. Yes, 
Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. John, what's your take? Yeah, I agree the same with Michelle. And Fonzie, what about you? I agree with Michelle 100%. I would agree as well, guys. So there you go. I think we're all going to agree with you there, Michelle. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It really does. And I think they better take a look at those possibilities very, very carefully. We're definitely going to have to keep our eyes about because he's been tweeting about it all week, and he might be showing up tonight on Raw. You never know. The thing, my thing is, is that real quick is that SmackDown does not have the the talent mm-hmm. stature that Raw has. Correct. Raw is not utilizing their talent right. Exactly. If you're going to take the Miz out, yeah. Then you need to bring Cesaro to SmackDown to where he can get some freaking get it done right. Yes. And speaking of Cesaro, uh, one match we forgot to talk about, guys, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think Cesaro ties up the series tonight at 3-all, and that goes to Game 7 on Sunday. Cesaro comes back with the biggest comeback of them all and knocks Sheamus on his keister twice more. I think he's due. He's hungry. He showed what he was made of last week. I think he ties up the series tonight at 3-all, so watch out for that to happen. As for my main event, I would have to say, guys, it is going to be what Chad said. I think the Reigns go up to a 2-2-5 this week. I think they creep back up a little bit, but not by much. I mean, you got Dancing with the Stars on now. you got The Voice, you got Monday Night Football, a lot of things going on, but hopefully they can put on a better show than the last two weeks. We're going to see, guys, the King's hometown is going to be a hop in tonight. Of course, they are in Birmingham tomorrow. Of course, don't forget, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking, of course, about Clash of the Champions again Friday night. We will be having the Black Widow on, of course, with Gerard T. Smith, her MC, with uh, the Women's Revolution, where it should be a very action-packed show tomorrow night. Of course, we will have Revolution for you, talking more about the Clash of the Champions preview, as well as the Monday Night Recap, one three eight zero five five pound beginning at 9 p.m. And, of course, we got a lot of things coming up this week. Of course, next week it's going to be a number one match. However, now that it has been confirmed, a 10-question standoff between the Icon Sting, however, between Michelle and John, as John won that round today with Fonzie, however, a close one, 18 to 15. And then the winner of that, of course, will go on to face me the following week, however, in a 10-question standoff that we will decide, however, from myself and Michelle next week's show. Uh, before we let everyone go for the day, Howard, does anyone have any final comments to say? Michelle, we'll start with you. Uh, uh, yeah, I hope Raw is, I hope Raw has a good show tonight. I hope it's a lot better than it has been because it's been sucking ass like no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I still, uh, I still see SmackDown blowing out the water again this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. no question about it. Uh, John, do you have any final comments? Nope. And Fonzie, what about you? Yeah, uh, that's uh, you know it, everything is going to be on tonight, like you said, Dancing in the Stars, uh, Monday Night Football, and you got a World Cup of Hockey tonight, uh, Russia versus uh, North America. That's right. So you you got to watch that, and uh, there's a money. I think there's. Enough football and baseball, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why the SmackDown always ranking more high than Raw because now, now it starts football, mm-hmm. except for Tuesday. There's nothing on on Tuesdays. Right. So Monday, Monday sucks for Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. SmackDown has a good ranking on Tuesday because nobody... There's nothing on on well, Tuesday nights, so it, 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 it's not a matter of, of that. It, it's a matter yeah. of Raw is not. They're not stepping their game up. They're not getting. No, the no, they're not. They're not. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so 
they better step up this week or before or after the class of champions before no mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, they better do something. You know, there was like last week, like we talked, no last week. Yeah. Was I on last week or no? What's that? I was not on last week, was I? No, you were not. You were Okay, it was two or weeks or ago. Remember I told you, J.D., mm-hmm. that, you know, we heard rumors that Bill Goldberg signed and he was supposed to come to Raw. Mm-hmm. When that's when he's when's that going to happen? I don't when know. When's that, that going to happen? I, I'm thinking. I have no idea when that's going to happen. I keep hearing. I, well, I'll answer you. I can. Yeah. I mean, there's been talk. Maybe, however, mind you, there's been talk survivors. There's been talk the Royal Rumble. I don't know. We're going to have to find out. We'll definitely yeah, have to find out. They better do soon because the NFL. Everybody's watching Monday Night Football until mm-hmm. the end of the year. Yes. So, yeah, probably Survivor Series or Royal Rumble in January. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so, like Michelle said, they got to mm-hmm. step up, and I hope they will, but I doubt it, though. Mm-hmm. And I like SmackDown better because Randy Orton wants to kick some ass on Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt being like a bitch mm-hmm. right now and playing mind games with Randy Orton. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, now I disagree with you there. Why? Bray Wyatt's playing uh, mind uh, games with Randy Orton. I think the Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt feud is brilliant. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's and, what I said. That's what I said. And, and Bray Wyatt's specialty is mind games. It always has been. That's a yeah. That's That's great. That's up to that. I know. I know. But uh, hopefully Randy Orton kick his ass soon. But yeah. it ain't going to happen yet. Well, so they tell City Class of Champions or No Mercy? Well, like I said, I we'll, we'll see, guys. I mean, like I said, I mean, SmackDown tomorrow night's in Birmingham. We'll see what happens in Jerry the King Lawler's hometown of Memphis. And on that note, guys, uh, let's wrap it up here for the day. Of course, we want to thank all of our panelists for coming in today. The Black Widow, of course, uh, the Human Suplex Machine, and, of course, the uh, Heartbreak Kid himself. In more ways than one. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jerry T. Geronimo, here on Raw Radio, 1724-444-7044. Call ID number 138744-POUND. Of course, we will be back next week with episode 62, but we'll be back at 7 o'clock tomorrow night with another Time Machine show with Doc and Marty McFly with Wrestling Revisit. We want to thank all of our panels for coming in today. We hope you have a great Monday night, everyone. Be safe. Be careful out there, whatever you're doing. We will talk to you soon. Have a great Monday night, gang. And John is going to take us out with a very familiar theme, however. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll catch you in the ring very soon. John. Take us out, please. A familiar thing to celebrate my victory. All right. <laughs>
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.